0: Get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN.
1: 1340. Oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville. This is 3 and out with Nate Hodges and Houston Cress.
2: Fan Run Radio.
0: shot
3: wide open and just strutting in. It's Keaton. Joe Milton does it again.
4: Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heifel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mower's battle for Atlantis goes to the volunteers, and they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's
0: an interesting question. Wow. Wow. This is a small shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called
1: down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. You tell them I'm coming,
0: and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me.
3: So they will have a bind, and we can act like we come from out of this world. A Misery Monday here on Three and Out. Jeez. What? That stunk. Yeah. Stunk. That's Houston Crest. I'm Nate Hodges. We got a ticked off Adam Hickman. He's always mad. Eh, not so, like today.
4: Yeah, today's a special kind of mad.
1: Mm-hmm. Who are you mad at? We
4: got to intern Brett. Who, uh, Matt, yeah, who are you mad at? Jay Billis. Okay. Everybody not named Euros Plazic. Who'd have thought I'd ever say that? Uh, I'm mad at the Tennessee fans for being absolutely pathetic mm. inside Thompson Bowling Arena on mm-hmm. Saturday. There was a lady who brought her damn dog. Did you guys see the picture going around on Twitter? Yep. She brought her damn dog to a basketball game against your biggest conference rival. If that's not wine, if that's not the biggest load of wine and cheese bull crap I've ever seen, I don't know what is.
1: Hickman hates dogs. Good to know. No.
3: I hate the lady who brought the dog. <clears throat> Hope it runs away. Kentucky 63, Tennessee 56. Your final... From Saturday on Chris Lofton Day. We couldn't make a shot on Chris Lofton Day. Yep. That pretty much sums it up. Couldn't make a layup. Couldn't get a three. Mm-mm.
2: We came out on fire.
3: Eight <laughs> nothing. It was a good start. Score was really bad after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Rick
4: Barnes completely massacred any momentum we had. Oh hey, eight zero run the first three minutes of the ball game. Let me pull everybody.
3: <laughs> the offense is a little too hot right now. We got to make sure we uh, lock in here on the defensive end.
1: I say it every year.
3: Rotation, rotation, rotation. Every year, it's my biggest fear. We shot fourteen point three percent from three. That's three for twenty one on Chris Lofton on, Day. On Chris Lofton Day, three for twenty one. Vescovy, 1 for 6. Key, 1 for 4. Comma, 0 for 1. Adu, 0 for 1. Ziegler, 0 for 3. Josiah James, 1 for 6.
1: At least Joe keeps shooting him, though, you know?
3: But should he? No. No, Nate, he shouldn't. Maybe... I don't know, it's like... Maybe we've been way too positive about Josiah. Maybe he shoots... Hmm. I don't mean about him personally. I just mean... Maybe he shoots so many that, yeah, occasionally he's going to have that game where he's 5 of 6, but really he shouldn't shoot them at all. Just attack the basket. We didn't attack the basket, so I only shot 10 free throws. And it's not
4: magnified playing South Carolina and Mississippi State, but when you're playing Kentucky at home
3: in a dogfight. This was like – i I've been frustrated after some Tennessee losses. This this ranks up there for regular really? season. Well, cuz I'm reminded of the referees. Mm-hmm. Apparently referees travel even if Kentucky fans don't. This is what happens when the SEC just knows they have a pretty good product and never upgrades their rep- their referees and has the same horrible dudes out there year in and year out and year in and year out. What you saying Pat Adams ain't no good? Pat Adams is a joke. If he worked for the Harlem Globe Trotters, he would be the punchline. He's so bad. And then don't get me started on Jay Billis. Santiago Veskvi. First of all, it gets elbowed in the face. I how do you not see that? You, like, didn't every, you guys were watching the game? Mm-hmm. Didn't you see it yeah. live? Yeah. And then he flipped out, rightfully so, like, hey, I got elbowed in the face. And Jay Billis says, well, it should have been a foul. He's not in a legal guarding position. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, like... It doesn't matter if you get
1: elbowed in the face.
3: The, the two possessions two possessions earlier, they called a foul on Kentucky. And he said the same thing. And I thought that was a moronic take, too. It, he said, Houston, if I get past you, if I, if my shoulder... I think it was Key got past mm-hmm. one of the Kentucky Yeah, if guys, your head
1: gets past their shoulders.
3: Then I can jump, like, four feet to my to the side into you and it's a foul on you mm-hmm. that is that is not true like that is I have a right to just be where I am and if you launch into me like targeting style that's a foul that's an offensive foul like that's not even basketball and I think that's where I'm at on Jay Billis, Is is it's not what he says is that he says it now in this whole high and mighty way
1: he's always been like that yeah he, went, well, to he Duke, went to
3: Duke though, so yeah. yeah. But I think you're right, Hickman. You said it before the show started. He's he has a he only sees blue. Mm-hmm. He's just hmm. blue blood all the way. So while he did occasionally compliment Tennessee like globally a little bit early in the game, everything that actually happened in the basketball game, he I mean, it might as well have been a Kentucky broadcast. Houston, how do we lose this game? They weren't, They didn't have two of their better players.
1: Um, A wounded
3: Kentucky team walks into Thompson Bowling Arena and mm-hmm. you just – they dominate you on the boards.
1: Dominated us on the boards by 20.
4: 20. And that's something that always, no matter how the game's going, no matter how many shots we're missing, rebounding is something that this team has
3: done exceptionally well in every game. 43 rebounds for Kentucky – 23 rebounds for Tennessee.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: You didn't even have to – when Cason Wallace was on the floor, it was five on four. He was a no-show non-factor on offense. On defense, he took Zakai's lunch money.
1: I thought Kentucky defended really well.
3: Yeah, except for those wide-open layups that we missed that would have probably just won you the, the basketball game.
1: Yeah, those those were those weren't good. Uh you said it earlier, but three of twenty one on your home court from three, not gonna get it done most nights.
3: You were seven to ten from the line, but I'm pretty sure you missed two front ends of one and ones you within did. the last like seven minutes of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Kentucky goes twenty two of twenty-five from the line. They were in the bonus with 10 minutes to go in the first half and I think eight in the second.
3: Uh, I thought there were a lot of just ticky-tag awful foul calls. Well, I saw a neutral on Twitter say this is the worst officiated game I've seen all season, and that's really saying something.
1: A neutral. yeah. Well, well. Well,
3: that's what they call them across the pond. You know? mm. They were calling hand checks
4: 30 feet away from the basket, but if you got in the paint, it was a yeah. fair game.
3: Yeah. Which, against almost any other team, doesn't that benefit Tennessee? Yeah. But against Kentucky, it's like the one team. You know, they've got Sheboy. They've got big athletic dudes. I mean.
1: How do they get to the line 15 more times than us, though?
3: Well, we don't really drive the ball to the basket, Chris. When we do, it's with a super undersized... Guard.
1: But neither were they. Like that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. They were calling tic tac fouls out beyond the three point line to get them in the bonus.
4: Yeah, that's where their free throw attempts came from. Just the first half early on
3: when. I
1: mean, it's not like it they were get, getting them. No, getting hammered. Like no, this was it was tic tac. Yeah,
3: Pat Adams and and company.
1: It's Chris Lofton Day. Hmm.
3: There's no way we'll lose up crystal often Kentucky. <sighs> Nate. What? I just I just get tired of people saying there's no way something's gonna happen. I said happens.
4: that. But I was also oh. one of I was also I one of a that. small minority of this fan base here who didn't sleepwalk into this weekend. Oh. You said you were
3: worried on
4: Thursday. I, I, bad Kentucky teams beat us.
3: It's an enigma.
4: We can do whatever we want to to them when they got a top five, top ten ranking beside their name, but when a Kentucky team who is one bad loss away on the road and TBA away from having their season just completely fall out from underneath them, they they kick our ass.
3: Like, you really had a chance to bury their season. Mm -hmm. Now they're like, they probably went from next four out to like... In the tournament.
1: Oh, they're starting to figure it out now, bud. Oh, yeah. They're putting some stuff together.
4: They were not making the tournament with a loss Saturday.
1: Okay. I
3: mean, I don't know about that, but it was definitely going to be much harder. Now they have this huge feather-in-their-cap win. They do do have a quad two
1: loss at home. 25 games snapped.
4: All of our, well, outside of Arizona, you know, the Colorado loss, that's probably a quad three loss.
1: How are you not ready to play on a day like Saturday?
2: We felt like they were. You jumped out 8 nothing in the first three minutes. Yeah, but
1: you have to maintain that intensity. I mean, can
2: tell you, 19 turnovers, it's about 30%. Rebounding was the key to the game. Yeah, and you got hammered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are we soft? Yeah. And Pavic is. They showed it. He can reach nine foot four, <laughs> seven feet. Gets three rebounds. I'm all for him scoring. Great. Nine of eleven. Get a rebound. <laughs> we did. We that. had a lot of. I feel like those fouls on the other end, though, where we go over the back. When we're trying to get a rebound offense.
1: Yeah, and that. they never call over the back on Sheepway mm-hmm. ever. That guy and can so do whatever ball the, ball the ball
2: hell he and wants. And in to shoot free throws. Yeah, Sheepway got called for an
4: over the back on Vescovy that Jay Billis was arguing I don't was see a it. Call. I didn't see he it. He had his arm pushing down on the shoulder of Vescovie, yeah. and Billis was like, uh, don't, don't look like much there to me. I
2: agree Billis was bad, but he wasn't on the court playing. No, right. Just, I mean, obviously. Bit, but yeah, but made it made it I'm saying, he was pro Kentucky all day. I was mad too. I muted it. I was also mad at the way we played.
1: Uh, you do not have a starter in this game with more than three rebounds. Phillips, three. Kumwa, two. He he just didn't.
4: Phil, he, Phillips was a no-show. He. Uh.
1: Plovic three. Vescovy, one. Tyreek Key, one. Toby Awaka, one. Adu got four. Attaboy. a boy. one. <laughs> Josiah Jordan James five.
3: Do you know who our leading rebounder is on the team? Is it Vescovy? No. Mm. Phillips. That's what Bertelkamp Camp guessed, though. The same question. It is Phillips, or it was before this game. Maybe even at halftime of the game.
1: Do you know how many offensive rebounds we had as a team?
3: Nine. I don't know how many.
1: Three.
3: We missed a lot of shots. This
1: says four, but they only have Phillips credited with one and Plozic with two.
4: Weren't we grabbing 30% of our misses on the offensive glass going into this game? Was that the the sad?
1: I don't know. There's a couple different ones. Like Awaka, when he's on the floor like, per minute or something is, like, the best rebounder in the country. And it was some – there was some ludicrous stat where it's, like, we offensive rebound 65% of the time when he's on the floor. Hmm. He only got six minutes.
4: And he was productive in that six minutes and then never to be seen again. I just –
1: 23 rebounds. Were we just unlucky?
4: Uh, I mean, to an extent, yes. I mean, you gotta think, like or you gotta hope at least that we're not gonna miss five wide open layups ever again this year. I mean, Zakai had the transition layup literally just slip out of his hand on the way up.
1: I'd run to Weigles at that point, but I did hear it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, wide open lay he missed it. what missed you Gatorade? Uh eh.
4: I was hoping you got a case of beer to have to sit there and watch that crap. There was one point in the game, I think if I could go back and redo any part from Saturday, it was after we got up to maybe a little over halfway in the second half. Vescovy comes down, we get the steal, and he jacks the quick three in transition. I think Mm. if I could change anything, I think I'd maybe pull back on that. And set up your offense. And try yeah, it, and get was, the best it was a look. four
1: on two. And I I get what he's thinking there. Like I'm going to have people to rebound this shot if I miss. But then he bricked it so bad that it flew back out to the three point line, right into yeah. the hands of a Kentucky player.
4: And if he hits it, I mean that's just that's just back breaking dagger.
1: I felt like I don't know. I felt like every time we get close or take a one point lead, Kentucky just hit a clutch shot. They hit so many mid range jumpers when they needed them.
4: Reeves got on that little Mm -hmm. hot spell late in the second half that really kind of boosted them.
1: That game stunk. I don't know what to think about this team now. Like It's pretty clear we can't trust them.
3: No, you can't. Because the defense will show up, but... I mean the offense can be so bad it's so times. bad. I mean there was that sh- I don't know. They late they ran uh they ran money for Vescovy. He he did get fouled. First time they I remember him run, I'm I'm thinking, okay, this is crunch time. What are we doing? All right, money for Vescovy. Here we go. Double pin downs. He comes he does that little stop start stop start thing, gets kind of run into and then he gets grabbed so they call a foul. I'm like, "All right, this is good. This is what Kentucky's been doing so he goes to the line breaks the front end a one-on-one mm-hmm. uh, then we ran a, a lateral uh, screen set for Kamwa and I'm like is that really our best time? you know we, we've talked about it for about two maybe three years now like who's the go-to player who's who's getting you a bucket in crunch time and that's the big problem with this team like you just don't have it I guess it's Euros moving forward right <laughs> It can't be euros like it just can't, and it can't be Kamwa. and you know vescovym you know being the focal point and having to make a decision that is probably your best option, but I don't know that a a, a fourth grade set <laughs> is gonna be you know is is that's I think
1: they're gonna go fifth grade
3: it's just simple simple basketball it's so easy to defend. It's so easy to, I mean, your, your best play is something that you went over at a coaching clinic at Myrtle Beach in 2005. Maybe it was 2008. Something like that. I just, like, I just don't know how you expect to be good at offense when that's what you're doing. Especially with a team that doesn't have a five-star guy that you can just say, get out of the way and let this guy go score. I mean, it's one thing when that's a when that's an NBA player, you know, you're running that set for. But I, when you have a group of guys that have to basically score as a group late in the game, you are going to have to run a set that allows mm-hmm. them to continue to score as a group. And sometimes that's really, really hard because the game slows down to a grind late. And that's why in March we always say teams with good guard play, like, that's a that's a better way to go.
1: We did not have good guard play no. Saturday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
3: There might be a
4: solution to that on campus who was sitting on our bench on Saturday. I guess he doesn't lock in on defense. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Freddie Buckets.
0: Mm.
1: But we know. I he
4: was, well, he said he doesn't lock in on defense. That's why I wasn't Talking playing. BJ Edwards. Uh, yeah, both. We need bucket getters.
1: 56 points. You got up 8 to nothing and didn't score for 5 minutes. Yeah. You went on a 5-minute scoring drought after starting the game 8 to nothing.
4: I mean, that's the Rick Barnes trademark.
1: It hasn't been really though, not
3: this year. Not this year. Just but wh- that's the problem, like, is this team just built to beat a lot of bad basketball teams? But when you play good basketball teams, like you're just
1: Is Kentucky a good basketball team? Like True. <laughs> true. We're sitting there no, just true. saying how bad they look. I mean
4: th- th- But I mean then you you go, know, you got the Kansas game where we just absolutely
1: locked them down
4: dominated, but this team just relies on Vescovy and Key and Josiah to get hot from three.
3: When that's your offensive strategy is, oh, you know, if we get hot from three, we'll win. Yeah, somebody will get hot, and then I'll have to be good enough because our defense will be great. That's that's the that's the strategy, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's, when it's Plovsich that's hot, or if it's Kamwa that's hot, and all those are twos, I know Kamwa can make a three, but if those guys play pretty well, like hit some shots, it's not going to put you over the top. Like no. You've you got to have – some guys from the outside do it
1: well, and especially when Kamal gives you two points, two points, two rebounds, fourteen. I mean, he was he was a no show, and it's uh, he hit fifteen straight shots just two games ago.
4: How many how many shots did he take Saturday? Three. Yeah, that's what I thought. One was a three. He hit his first one. And I guess he went over the rest of the game.
1: Uh, missed a free throw. Guessing that was the front end of a one and one. Plavsic made one of his free throws when he got to the line there late.
4: All you can ask for from him.
1: From uh, I'll take one out of two from him every time. Vescovi goes four for five, but missed the front end of a one and one late. A big one. Hmm. Yeah.
4: You were down four at that point, right?
1: I think so. Were yeah. they just not locked in?
4: I don't know, it's hard to say that though when they come out of the gate ready to play. I know. And maybe they took their foot off the
3: gas when, once they got up eight nothing. And it was, it's
1: eight nothing though. Like that's not that's not enough. Know.
3: Is it? Okay, we know Kentucky's not a good team this year. Kentucky's always you know big, strong, and athletic though. Yeah. Are we are, are we just really going to struggle with those teams? I mean. I mean the Kansas game I, that that doesn't really that's kind of the opposite.
1: Like do we just expect them but to have, lay down? Have we
3: just not played enough? I mean I mean how many teams have you played like that on your schedule? You know, Kansas, Arizona, you lost, Kentucky you lost. I mean, I think some of these bad SEC teams are long and athletic, but they're so God-awful on yeah. offense that you can make them look really bad. I mean, Ole Miss. Remember Ole Miss? They hit a few shots, and that was touch and go for a while. But then Mississippi State and South Carolina, they're just a train wreck. So those were easy wins.
1: What happened with uh, Cal at halftime? Oh, with Holly Rowe? Yeah, what happened there? He Saw put, a lot of people talking about put it.
3: both his hands on her shoulders Uh huh. in, a, I guess, a pretty animated, like, you know, talk.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, it was really weird. And then even after he took one off, he still... It's almost like when your uh, kid does something wrong, you know? You, you pull the, over to the corner. Talk you're, to you're him, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. You ever, listen here. You ever
4: seen, like, a drunk uncle, like, pull his niece in for a really weird, intimate conversation? That's kind of how it was like.
1: Can't say that I have.
4: Yeah, really. Does that happen weird. a
1: lot in Kodak?
4: <laughs> it was weird. But uh, you know, thankfully, you know some people got Richard G. wested by a tweet, but thankfully Holly Rowe oh, about sure the
1: to... arrest report yeah. and all that? Yeah. Shout
4: yeah. out to the KPD for clearing that one up on Yeah, dirt.
1: that was nice. I'm glad they did that.
3: Holly Rowe got been out of shape about it. She did? Oh
1: yeah. Was she upset? Yeah. Oh.
2: You ever guys watched the game, you seen so many like warm-up line layups that we missed, though. I mean, the guy didn't hit the rim on that breakaway. And there was one somebody boxed out two players, and he came through the lane. Missed it. Josiah missed one at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. It looked yeah, like he was going to dunk oh, it. Oh, that one. That one killed me. That was at the end of the game. I mean, it was probably 12 points there.
3: Crest, did the, uh, hmm. did the rim crew at Thompson Bowling mess something up on Saturday? <sighs>
2: Put Candace Parker out there somebody uh
3: somebody that was at the game Talking said about most of the weird balls that went in and out mm-hmm. were all on one side of the court
1: hm really,
3: yeah, what they which said. side I guess it would have been our second half second half side
1: hmm I'll make a call see
3: see what the uh
1: the meter was running.
3: If you want to weigh in, 865-546-8200 is the number to join us on the Big Orange Philly phone line. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out.
0: To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole the old familiar sting try to kill it all away welcome back into the
3: white claw Hart Seltzer studios but fan I run radio
0: everything what have
3: i become 6356 kentucky gets the win mm-hmm. you let them off the map
1: Not good. Burn the tape.
3: I can't remember that. I can't remember that Ziegler missed layup with 48 seconds. Plops You're probably, it probably confusing
1: it with one missed. of the other three missed layups. And then it
3: says Plopsich missed the, the tip in. And then Sheway gets the rebound, and there's a foul on Plopsich. We did have a lot of loose ball fouls mm-hmm. going for rebounds. And then you still got the ball back uh, down three. Hmm. It says Vescovy missed a layup.
1: Yep. He sure did.
2: Is that the one where he came across the lane and tried, like, a hook shot almost? And he was just way off balance, and no. he airballed it? I
1: don't remember it being a hook shot.
2: I don't know. I thought that's what it was. Cause I was like, what are you doing?
1: Hickman Elijah tells you to shut up.
4: Well, that's, that's the damn stupidest crap I've heard all morning. He
1: said he was there hooping and hollering, and uh, he gave his all. And you're over here just bashing the fan base. Okay,
4: and, and Euros Plovs, was hooping out there on the court and gave his all, so that means I can't criticize the rest of the team for not showing up because one guy of
3: 15 showed up? No, that's bull
1: crap. It was a sellout crowd. I don't
3: care. And 60% of that crowd was dead. Literally... I I can't remember if it was the radio or the TV, one of the announcers at one point said, some of Thompson Bowling Arena is trying to stand up. Yeah. I was like, what? It what was weak. Doing? Yeah, the students are probably
4: always rowdy when Kentucky plays, but you know what? They make up a small fraction of the Thompson Bowling Arena attendance.
3: Put the students on the sideline like Auburn does. They're
1: not going to do that.
3: I know. They won't. It's Tennessee.
1: The students aren't even back yet.
4: Almighty dollar. There there were students filled in that arena
1: on both ends of the court on Saturday. Just saying, they they got rid of uh, some of the upper deck seats for the students because there weren't enough of them.
3: That's overflow. I mean, we're not mad at the students, are we?
1: I don't know. Hickman's mad at everybody.
3: I thought it was the the regular folks in the TV shot that sit behind the scores table that just sat there on their hands. I mean, we were down most of the way. They should have mm-hmm. known. Like they, they should have been ready to come to life. Do we not know how to act as basketball fans? Like we know how to act as football fans. Place gets nuts. It's it, it, a hint of success, and, and Neyland Stadium goes crazy. For basketball, though, we're a top five team. Mm-hmm. We we we, were. To, we we have a chance to bury, bury. Your most successful basketball rival. Bury them. You get out to a hot start, then all of a sudden you you, you play like crap, but mm-hmm. then you call back and you got a chance to win, and the crowd's just kind of it's good. It's just not great. <sighs> we talked about how it wasn't even sold out the week of the game. Sold out Friday. Mm-hmm. And you're right, they rope-a-doped us. They, they were Muhammad Ali, and they just, like, leaned up against the ropes, kind of shuffled their feet over the corner, let other people kind of beat up on them, and then haymakered us. They really
1: didn't even play that well, though.
3: That's that's what's scary. It's
1: not like they came out and were like, uh, like last year when we went to Rupp, right? right and they're yeah. shooting 88% in the first. I mean, it wasn't like that. We This was... This is a fist fight.
4: I would argue them not having Wheeler is addition by subtraction. Okay. So, I mean, when he gets back, I mean he saved us some of the matchups last year. I mean, he's he kinda reminds me of uh K D. Johnson from Auburn, a mm-hmm. you know, talented player,
1: but he can seven, shoot you out of a game.
2: Wheeler yeah. leads the conference in assists a game. Like almost um, eight a game seven a game, I think. Since he outscored Kentucky by 13 in 25 minutes, Plovich was on the floor. They outscored us by 20 in the 15, he wasn't on the bench. Of course, he got in a little foul trouble, I think. I mean, he ended up fouling out, so. Sheba played every minute, too, I think.
1: Did we just not take Kentucky seriously? Because they're all, they're wounded, they're unranked, they're not very good, their season's spiraling out of control, we'll, we'll hit some shots, we'll come back in this game. And the crowd probably thought the same thing.
4: I definitely The crowd thought that. The crowd was into it on the 8 nothing run. But like you said, Nate, unless we're going on an absolute heater or trying to claw our way back into a game, up 6, up 10, down 4, down 10, they're just, they're sitting on their hands. Well, uh, some of them are holding their dogs, but you get the
3: point. <laughs> Here's what Rick Barnes said on what went wrong offensively. You ready? Mm-hmm. We had some opportunities early. I thought their game yeah, plan Yeah, you did.
1: You could have just run them out of the gym and said you subbed when we got up eight nothing. Like the guy we hadn't allowed a point. We were up eight to nothing and we subbed three guys in.
3: I thought their game plan, obviously, every game, not just this game, people really work hard to try to take away our perimeter players. We missed a lot of shots at the rim, some of them uncontested, a couple of them mildly contested. But the fact is we had some looks that we didn't make. Inside, I thought Euros really did as good of a job as he could possibly do. We've got to be more consistent from a couple guys, and they need to give it to us every night. He's still my Julian Phillips for sure. You think? Well, Phil's played pretty well the last game. They didn't know showed this game. Mm. Our play wasn't what we know it needs to be. I thought we let a little bit of the offense affect us. But the difference in the game was the what rebounding. Offense? I mean, they did whatever they wanted to do on the boards. You look at what they shot from the floor and the three-point line, that's good enough to win most games. But you can't foul people as much as we fouled, and we've talked about that for weeks now. We've got to stop committing fouls and make people play. We gave them too many points there. Got to give them credit. I thought they played hard. They had guys come in. They were making adjustments with their lineup. They did. Got to have better play with our guards, our perimeter guys, a little bit more consistency with our post guys inside.
1: I didn't think the post was a problem. No. Plaza I mean. Josiah Jordan James said, It was selfish play by myself and the other guards. Santi and Zakai would admit it too. Our shots weren't really falling, and Plovic was having a hell of a game. We should have gotten the ball more because he played a hell of a game. Props to him. He played a hell of a game. I a hell of a game.
3: I don't think Euros could have played any better. I don't think get, feeding him the ball more was the was the key to winning.
1: Plavzic said he didn't think anybody was selfish. I feel like everybody took shots they felt like were the right shots in the moment. And everyone got great looks, especially in the second half. We just didn't finish well around the rim. I think that was something that affected the game for sure, but I wouldn't say anybody was selfish. (sighs) Like, I don't want to beat this game up too bad. It's just, it's a long season. But why did it have to be Kentucky?
4: because we at home uh, on Chris
1: Lofton day when they're reeling with why
4: a, with a Rick Barnes team oh boy this is always looming around the corner a game like a game like Saturday is always on the horizon it's coming you don't know when but it's coming and it is th- that Saturday is why if you ever expect Tennessee and Rick Barnes to make a deep postseason run in the NCAA tournament you're a damn moron because it's never happened and it should happen every year Every year we get upset by a team who we're favored to beat and a higher seed against, but it's Rick Barnes, Coach Basketball. This is going to happen at some point. Is it in the first round? Is it the second round? Who knows, but it's always coming.
1: So we're just scrapping the season? We're just done? No, I mean. Sounds like you're done.
4: We got a regular season title to play for, but.
1: No, you said Alabama's going to win that.
4: If you expect to make a deep run in March, you're insane. It's never happened here. The guy's been the one final four. The guy's made it past the first weekend. How many times in his career?
1: Fire Rick Barnes, according to Adam Hickman. Roll them.
3: I mean, other teams have issues. It's not, well, I know. You know, you're a top-five team because you've been more consistent than almost everyone in college basketball because the defense is there every night. I, is it – Maybe it's just more frustrating when it's 63-56. It's 89-84. No, at
1: 100% cuz it felt it felt like I was watching Conzo ball. It felt like going to play like Georgetown and it's 36-34 mm. and you're just like what the hell? I mean 53 what what was 56 points? 63-56. Mm-hmm. That's that's a joke. At home on Chris Lofton day.
2: How? noon tip get us
3: ain't nothing i don't know i mean
2: that's the first that's almost makes it more frustrating i know it's like you come out they we forced him like three turnovers you know I mean, you got off the- you
1: gets- got driving baseline flying through the air for a layup
3: and he doesn't hit a shot again the rest of the day
2: mm, mm, he probably had more mm. fouls than just shot him
3: phone calls on the flip side stick with us final segment hour one next Final segment, hour number one. All phone calls are brought to you on the Big Orange. Philly phone lines 865-546-8200, the number, to join the program.
1: Just a big bucket of fun this morning.
3: It's a Misery Monday edition of the program. I've missed this. Shut up. Shows like this aren't
1: fun. Uh,
4: That's debatable.
1: (laughs) I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you right in the nose. This is not fun, Hickman. Man.
3: Let's go to the Big Orange Valley Falcons. We have Jay on the horn. What's up, Jay? You're on three and out.
0: What's up, guys? Good morning. Morning, buddy. Hey, uh, I kind of agree with Hickman. Hmm. And um, this game didn't do anything to you know, alter the way I feel, but I don't know if the word is apathetic But I'm just kind of where I am with Rick Barnes and this program. And I just think we're a program that's going to win some games in the regular season. But, you know, you're going to have games like this and you're not going to do well in the tournament. And that's just kind of where I'm at. I've just accepted it. I don't even get mad about it. I wasn't mad about the Kentucky loss. Gosh, I I guess that's what's
1: weird, too. I wasn't that mad either. Like, I was frustrated, but I feel like I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I half expected. I mean, we, what was the last thing I said Friday? I was like, Santa has that South Carolina week feel like, oh, this team stinks. We'll go yeah. take care of business. And then it just.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, you, they were talking about the, the fans not really being into it. I really wasn't into it. Even, like, I didn't even tune in till like, you know, the first half was almost over. I just, I don't know what it is. I, it's not because I know it's like, you know, look, he's a, Hall of Fame coach, runs a great program, I mean, in terms of just not getting us in trouble. Um, he's going to leave, the. whenever he does leave, he's going to leave the program in a thousand times better shape than when he found it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think I've just grown apathy towards it, because I was just like, what does it matter? This is a tournament sport. He's not going to do well in the tournament. So, like who cares? Who cares if we beat Gonzaga or have a you know beat Auburn? Yeah, that's fun, but when it comes time when it comes to nut crunching time, we're gonna blow it. Yet again. There's a reason that people call this dude regular season Rick. And I I think that's just kind of where I'm at with this with this basketball program.
3: We overreact,
1: and I think I
0: mean I mean Texas fans got to this point, guys. No, they didn't. That's true. Did. I mean, they just they got to this point where they were just like, you know what, we're Texas. We have all this money. We're this is a tournament sport. Like, yeah, it hasn't worked out for them, but they were just tired of doing this. They just eventually they just got tired of doing this.
3: And he took them to a final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly, <laughs> exact, dude. If he would go to the Elite Eight, he would be a legend here. <laughs> we're not even talking Final Four. Yeah. If he could just get to the Elite Eight, he would be a legend here. I don't think Tennessee fans are asking a lot.
3: were oh, top five team in the
0: country would
3: be beat Kansas. I This one just feels – this would almost feel better if it was a, just a crappy different team. If hmm. this had been Ole Miss on the road – I mean, yeah. we'd be saying a lot of the same things, but I think it would feel different. It'd be like, eh, I, I ah, burn the tape, whatever. But, like, it's supposed to be a big game. It's a home Kentucky. game. It's Kentucky. Like, yeah. there's no reason why you shouldn't be, like,
0: here on fire for this game. Uh-huh. Kentucky carries more weight. And I, I don't know, fellas, but uh, it, it's just, and, like, Houston, like you said, man, sometimes watching Rick Barnes is like watching Conzo ball. The offense is just brutal. It is just brutal to watch sometimes. And that that happens more often even when we win because we, we will win and our offense will still – it's like watching paint dry. But it's really brutal when it, you lose to your main rival and the offense looks like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes our offense, more times than, you know, I mean, we don't exactly light the world on fire all the time, offensively. It's, a lot of the times it, it's brutal to watch. I don't know if it's because we expend so much energy on defense, mm. his sets that he's running. You know, you, you know what it is, but I, I think I've just grown apathetic for it all. I don't know what else to say.
3: Thanks for the call, Jay. Uh, you're 144th in effective field goal percentage. You're 263rd. And turnover percentage on offense, it's cause, I mean I think that's because you don't have a point guard. I mean you have one point guard, he comes off the bench. You don't have you don't have a leader of the team point guard. The guy that is your best point mm-hmm. guard doesn't start because either he doesn't want to or you don't want him to or both. I don't. I still think that's one of the weirdest dynamics on this team. And as we saw though Saturday, he struggles with a really good perimeter defender who yeah, can well, get in your face and. And that's always that. That's that's fine. Like he's a good, like complimentary player. I feel like the whole team is a bunch of good complimentary players. You don't have a star player. You don't have a go-to player. Uh, you're, let's see what's some other stats here. You're 121st in three-point attempts per field goal attempts. So you know we don't jack a ton of threes. I know early in the season it felt like we were going to be that type of team. Yeah, but. Rick Barnes just said it all in the post game. People are figuring you out. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to play this way, but teams are now saying, and good teams, and the better, and this is what happens in March. Everybody knows your strengths and weaknesses when you get to March, and it's who can overcome that, who can win those types of games. Every team goes into the Tennessee game saying, saying, I know this feels weird, boys. We gotta let them get to the basket. We have to run them off the three point line. Do not let them get a clean look from three. Let them try and score around the basket because Ziegler's too short to make that shot consistently. He has to be pretty much wide open. That's just the nature of the game. Euros is not and Kamar are not consistent enough. Euros almost was good enough to burn Kentucky Mm -hmm. with that strategy. But basically they're saying don't let Vescovy or Key get hot from three. Keep the defense extended and force Tennessee to beat us at the rim. Tennessee couldn't do it on Saturday. We'll be back with more Hour 2 next.